and welcome to the weekly walkthrough H-Town coming to the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment, sponsored by USW Local 11228. I'm getting good enough that I can actually remember that number without looking it up. So Really? I'm, so I'm, like I'm, if it was your pen at the ATM, you would know it? Yes, I could. Yeah, that's cool. It's not though. It's not local one one two two eight. So we're, we'll be covering just one one two two eight. No, come on. Where do you no. bank? Help me out. It's post Christmas. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a right. Short. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, holy moly! What a packed day we have. Russ Buller is here. Zach Fry is here. We're going to talk some EMS. We're going to talk some golf course. We're going to talk a little sports. Jackie's going to come in and talk newsletter stuff. I mean, nice. We yeah, we're we're happening in place again. Again. Again, we're always happening. It is. It doesn't stop. And hence the reason why we have implemented the new linguistic component. You've been, you're component. just licking your chops with this. I, am. I can't wait. Is that a pun on my last name? No. But I could be. I didn't even Lamb think of that. chops. Okay, that's fine. I, that was, that's it was, good. that was yeah. unintentional. It was yeah. completely unintentional. It, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> when you, my maiden name is so boring Newman, N E U M A N N. I might add for the Mennonite community, but um, so that's why I like to. I love my last name now. It's way more interesting. Okay. Okay. So last week we started a little um, feature that is um, tied to what is cool, like what kinds of words are popular now. And so I've asked. Last week the word was what, Rusty? Cap. And also another form of it. Capin. Capping. Capping. It's, yeah, it's, it's capping. Yeah. They, they drop, they drop yeah. the G. That boy yeah. over there is capping. Shame on him. He should not. Um, yeah, well, we went back to Victorian capping. English. All right. Yeah. It's capping. So, and just as a review for our audience listeners, cap, capping means lie. Like, it, that's cap. That means that's a lie. If he's capping, no, I shouldn't assume that it's a guy that's capping, but. If There's not cap- a lot of capping that goes on the golf course, right, Zach? See, I use that no in cap. context. No cap. Okay, yeah. perfect. Perfect. No, no cap. <laughs> okay, so um, we want to ask our guest today, what were some of the hip words or the, you know, I was going to look this up. It might be called a colloquialism. But anyway. That's a lot of syllables. I know. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of syllables on a Tuesday morning. Anyway, so when you, Russ, were mm-hmm. in high school, what were like the hip Words that you groovy dudes were saying. Oh, they were chiseled in stone, you know. <laughs> okay, back then, all right. We didn't have any big chief tablets. It was, it was <laughs> oh, all, all chip, chip, <laughs> chip. That's why they're all one syllable. <laughs> exactly. The big chief tablet. Yeah, oh my gosh, oh. I forgot about those. Made of newsprint, and you, if you got it anywhere near moisture, it came apart. Oh, if I, absolutely. <laughs> no, you you hit me with that question like like five minutes ago, and my mind went blank. But I I came on the the tail end of the groovy years, okay. and and while I don't remember using that word myself very often, that wasn't part of my my plan. But uh, it was a, a thing uh, as I was starting high school for sure. Okay. All right. Don't make fun, Zach. You're much younger. Pop. Keep my mouth shut. <laughs> what about you, Zach? Uh, mine was basically what's up or sup. Sup. sup yeah. I bet yeah. I can go through yeah. my cell phone when I first got it, and that's probably, it's like an automatic <laughs> response, you know, when you start doing <laughs> it. No, right, right. I got you. It's like okay. first thing that pops up on a new text message. Sup, question mark. So, okay. Yeah. Great. It's overused. Rusty, I'm sure you've thought of some others. No, I am drawing a complete blank. What did you say last week? I can't remember. I don't even, I can't either. I, it's, I've slept since then. Okay. 
So And Jackie's here. Jackie, did you want to chime in with a couple? Oh, gosh. It's all about the intonation on this one, but whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. It's all about the tone. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. I and I, and I, 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 I gave know all if, of my examples last week. I don't even know so. if... If I had the, uh, if I was a talk to the hand generation or not, I don't think I was. <laughs> I'm a class of 95 and I can't remember the slang, so. Yeah, that's all right. I'm sorry, I, I did. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it's. I can tell you, like, did people in Heston have a cheer that was 95, 95, 90, 90, 90, 90, 95? Or was okay, that just our, in Butler uh, County? That was just in Butler County. And okay. second thing, we didn't have cheerleaders my senior year, so. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I was. We had the dance team. I had forgotten about that. Okay. We, yeah, well, we had the cheerleaders. They came back then eventually, but we lost yeah. cheerleaders after my junior year. I, so. Yeah, and I was living mm-hmm. here then. And no disrespect to my to my people out in Augusta that I'm sure are following your former teacher, <laughs> Gene Kimball. I pray you're listening. <laughs> anyway, he's my one friend oh, from the seven goodness. years I spent in that district. So the word today is slay, S-L-A-Y. People are... Either, like, one person is laughing. I'm but not, it means I, cool. Like, the other day, someone yeah. someone referred to their daughter made a comment when they said they were going to see me. She's like, OMG, slay. Like, it would be. <laughs> I never heard I, no, no, but I'm telling you what, it is pretty slay that we've got Russ and Zach here. Oh. Is that, is that right? Wow. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. It is. <laughs> what a it segue. Is. And I thought. I thought you were going to say no one would say OMG Slay about seeing me. I, why? I wasn't touching that one. I'm not going to. Don't get me in trouble. My goodness. It's okay. My we're goodness. Good. Okay. That's all I have <laughs> on that topic. Because Slay to me, no, no. I mean, no. Right. I think of comedy club Slay. He slayed at a comedy club, but that means he's making he people laugh. Yeah, he, I mean, kill, he yeah. killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so I think we're going to start with Russ. Sure. Sounds good. So. Uh, Russ. Yes. The way I got Russ to agree to be on today oh, there's was a I, caveat. I called 911. Yeah. I'm like, help, help, I can't breathe. I need you to be a guest. No, Russ is just so gracious, and I really appreciate that because I cannot tell you how many times. I mean, he, he had to come out not that long ago for a gas leak, I guess, but um, he won't say yes or no because that, because everything is confidential oh, in that department, and I really appreciate that. <laughs> but, Russ, I just always appreciate your willingness to allow us to twist your arm or just capitalize on your longstanding commitment to the community. Oh, without a doubt. By saying yes to so many things. So, in a nutshell... Give your entire history <laughs> in the Heston Emergency Services Department. It started with the dinosaurs. <laughs> That's cap. <laughs> I well, have a feeling like today's going to be very punchy. I can't but, wait. But yeah, give us a little bit of the background. Sure. I, um, I moved to Heston when uh, between my freshman and sophomore year in high school, so okay. I, w- I wasn't uh, uh, born here by any means, but... Um, uh, basically integrated into the community very well, and, and the community accepted uh, my family very well, and it was it was a, a really great experience, um, which led me to um, some of the people I hung around with. Uh, many of you know John Friesen. Uh, he and mm-hmm. I uh, are, are good friends. We were ever since high school, and John 
watched the TV show Emergency uh, back oh. in the, the 70s, and um, that stimulated a, an interest in him to look into first response. And with me hanging around him, uh, I got uh, a taste of it and got bit by the bug. And um, uh, on my 18th birthday, I was a senior in high school, Dick Taves was uh, waiting in the wings to, to uh, uh, capture me as an employee. Uh, and uh, a couple of weeks later, Bud Bachman, the fire chief mm -hmm. at that time, uh, hired me on the uh, fire division, and uh, uh, the rest is kind of history. Mm -hmm. we, that was in, in 79, and um, I worked as uh, a responder, and I, I really just loved every component of the, the job. So I, uh, whatever Dick and, and Bud needed done, I, I stepped up and, and tried to, to help them with, and... and um, then in uh, 1996, uh, Dick Taves uh, retired uh, after 37 years on mm -hmm. the department, and I was named the, the new EMS chief. Um, 2002, we created our first full-time position here, which was the EMS uh, chief's position, and I took that, uh, took that role. And then uh, uh, fast-forwarding to uh, 2005, uh, the decision was made that there was some advantage to having a, a unified uh, single uh, administration for both fire and EMS, mm -hmm. and I was named the fire chief, and, and technically it was the uh, director of emergency services, which covered both fire and EMS at that time. And uh, here I am uh, a few years later, uh, still still in place. But Yeah, and that's so unusual to find someone who stays with one career for their, um, in basically, the, the tenure of, of their work life. And I'm especially fascinated by that, just mm -hmm. because we know that the, the work world does look different now. But, um, yeah, so. it, it's very, very cool that you've done that. So you've kind of integrated a little bit your main responsibilities, but mm -hmm. go ahead and, and like help our listeners get a picture of how it's not just jumping in a vehicle. Right. Um, my, my job uh, currently as, as Fire EMS Chief is to uh, help manage um, three full-time staff and 25 uh, part-time slash volunteer. They're, they're paid per call but uh, they've got other jobs and families and things like that. So it's an interesting uh, dynamic to, to manage a, a mixed department like that where you, you're, you know, normally you have full-time staff that are augmented by part-time. In our case, we have part-time staff that are augmented by full-time. And uh -huh. it's a little different dynamic, mm -hmm. uh, different way to manage, different way to think. Um, because uh, all of those people, um, the, the full-timers uh, excluded, all of those uh, part-timers, really um, they have other places they could be they they choose to to help they choose to give up additional time from their family their work their mm -hmm. their lives to to do this so um that's a that's a caveat that not everybody thinks about in this this mm -hmm. world but um again i am very much involved in response uh so um 24 7 if if a call comes out i try to be there if i'm in town i'm i'm, I'm on the call so just making sure that staffing's there and uh, that the, the job's getting done. So, But it isn't just staff. It would be equipment and the oh, budget. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, and, right? <laughs> yes. As, as an administrator, as a department head in the, in the city of Heston, there's, there's uh, obviously uh, uh, numerous local responsibilities, as you say, uh, budgeting, uh, managing that budget, uh, making sure the equipment's uh, what what needs to be there and, and ready to go, um, 
staff does a, a, an amazing job at making sure our, our response vehicles are equipped and, and uh, stocked and, and uh, ready to make an, an emergency call at any time, which is uh, an ongoing every week uh, process. Um, training uh, has uh, expanded uh, exponentially since I started, and so the expectations for staff and, and uh, in, in staying trained and staying uh, at the, the top of their game is uh, way different than it was uh, a few years ago. So it's it's really cool if you follow the Heston EMS on Facebook the pictures that you guys post for the social media, the training, it's really neat to see what you guys are doing week in and week out. So yeah. it's its a great snapshot of what you guys do, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, and just thinking about, like, when you first started, we would have had a local paper and everything came out through that. And with the advance in social media and all those things, I mean, it has changed tremendously. So um, how is our department similar and how are we unique from others in this area? Well, similar, <clears throat> similar in the, the sense that um, uh, our emergency calls, and I always like to say there's, there's no two calls that are alike. Mm-hmm. Everything's, everything's unique in that sense. But uh, the general theme of, um, of the responses uh, to, for our department and, and many others, if not all, in the area um, uh, are, are very much the same. So we, we see the same types of, of responses and, and needs from the community. Uh, typically. Um, so, you know, I, I would say if, if nothing else, uh, um, probably our biggest similarity is our, our challenge with finding um, qualified staffing, mm-hmm. uh, especially in that part-time realm. It's, it's just asking people to give more is, is uh, something that all departments are experiencing, uh, finding those people that, that have that time and, and willingness and and uh, ability to, to provide that. So uh, it's, it's been a challenge since day one. So. Right. Um, so what are some of the most rewarding things about working in this role? Um, from um, the aspect of our external customers, uh, which are our, our patients that we respond to help um, uh, the, the people on the fire scene that, um, that have, have lost property and and uh, things like that. It's it's being able to be there um, and provide some sort of relief at uh, in those times where people are just really at their lowest point, and and being able to uh, offer something that will will make their situation better. Um, that is extremely rewarding to me, and I've I've found that as as a very driving force for staying in this mm-hmm. line of work and doing this this job. Uh, as far as an internal customer, our, our staff, um, you know, it it's amazing. You know, a, a big part of our hiring pool is that 18 to 22 year old, um, because that those are the people that have the time to to uh, give uh, mm-hmm. to the training and the response and, and all of the other things. And and so, not that all of our staff are in that age range, but th- that's where a lot of them start out. But um, seeing them grow, um, seeing them mature in this line of work is uh, very much rewarding mm-hmm. and, and gives back um, to me, for sure, to see that, that growth. And you have a number of people that have been with your organization for an extended amount of time, either those volunteers or, or full-time. Mm-hmm. And so I think that speaks very speaks volumes of it must be a great place to work, right? We try every day to make it a, <laughs> a good place to come to work. And, and uh, we're, uh, you know, obviously we're dealing with... Uh, 
people's crisis, we're dealing with trauma, we're dealing with a, a lot of uh, uh, things that are, are difficult, but mm -hmm. that the community that we try and build within the department is, is I think, what uh, motivates a lot of people to stay right. and, and come back. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that just speaks to, like, we've talked with the, the Chief Eilert and everything. Outside of this, these people in the community, they're still your friends. They're still your neighbors. There is a there is this whole of, hey, we are the neighborhood. We are helping you out ideal that the EMS and everyone else is involved with. And I think that speaks volumes to it because you might be talking over the fence to someone, you know, in, as a friend. And the next day, mm -hmm. they're helping you in a crisis situation. Right. So, And I, that has to take somewhat of, a, of an emotional toll rather you know, if you were in a big city and you never saw that person right. prior to or after. So so what are some of the challenges? Um, again, I, I can't say it enough. Uh, our challenge is, is finding quali qualified uh, people that, that have the time to give uh, beyond their work and their family to, uh, to help the community. Um, you know, right now we've, we've got roughly um, uh, 29 employees on the department. We've been uh, as high as 40, mm -hmm. and I would love to be back there again. And, and again, um, our our staff do an amazing job at covering those calls. We, we haven't missed a call, uh, knock on wood, and uh, we've always been able to, to respond and make it happen. And, and that, um, that takes um, a lot of uh, dedication uh, by those people. And so finding more help uh, allows us to spread that load and, and allow uh, people to uh, take a break when they need to take a break as opposed to just being on call all the time, all the time. So mm -hmm. uh, that challenge of finding finding uh, people that are interested and have the, the ability right. to provide this service. I think that's I think that's a thing we've talked about before. I also think that something that people don't understand is a lot of these 18 and 22-year-old people come in, they get a taste of this and they realize that this is a, a deal. This is a career and, and they go on. I've seen the posts of these people going, hey, they're going on. I think that's a really big step that you've fostered your career for someone. Absolutely. And and as it's worked for me, I, I certainly have found a career in this. Mm -hmm. and, and again, I love what I do and I I, I, uh, I feel like others have, have uh, found that uh, same right. thing. And uh, starting early uh, is great because mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a great lifetime career for sure. Yeah. I didn't um, ask ahead of time for you to have those numbers, but you may have them memorized. How many calls did you run in 2022? 753 EMS requests for service and 371 fire uh, requests for service. So right around 1,100 between the two. So, so that's like three and a half a day. We're a busy service yeah. for this size of community. Yeah, we really right. are. Which is why, very much, why Rusty and I wanted to have this conversation mm -hmm. so that people understand there is a need, you are hiring, mm -hmm. um, and if we want to be able to commit and continue, I know your commitment is solid, but as a community, if we want to be able to say, hey, we're going to have people that are rested and ready to respond quickly, we need to um, look and talk and encourage um, without a doubt without people a, to with, do this. Without a doubt. Yeah, and um, it's not for everyone. But for many people, I know that, that you guys do such a great job of training them. One time um, someone said, I said, well, what if you go and, and something happens? And they said, there's other people there. <laughs> You're not by yourself. <laughs> right. So right. if there's a situation that is unfamiliar, there's somebody else there that probably, like, that plays out. Am I right? We de definitely work uh, under the team concept that, uh, yes, you may be taking the lead role in that position, 
or on that emergency, but uh, you've got a whole line of people behind you ready to back you up and, mm -hmm. and uh, help make decisions, help make uh, uh, patient care and, and uh, scene decisions for, for all of those emergencies. So That's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and they handle themselves. I've actually had to call EMS for service, and they handle themselves amazingly. I, to, to put someone who is maybe frazzled like I was at the time trying to get with mom and everything, but to put myself at ease and like, this is what we're going to do, and they handled themselves, everyone handled themselves so well. And it felt mm -hmm. like, it did feel like your sense of community. It felt like, okay, we're here, we're going to take care of this. And, right. and we're going to, you know, and essentially you, you use that, the metaphor of putting your arms around you. We're going to guide mm -hmm. you through this. And they did without a doubt. So we try very much to recognize that the, the, the person we've come to help isn't the only patient on the right. scene. There, there are secondary patients mm -hmm. always. And we try and yeah. manage them just as well Absolutely. as we do. The, yeah. the, and they do a phenomenal job. I mean, yeah, I can right. say that without it. Yeah. Well, what else would you like for the community to know before we wrap it up? Well, it's kind of along the same lines of what you were saying, Susan, about um, how um, bringing a new person in who maybe has no experience. We don't require any training prior to hire. Um, we, we want to um, be able to offer that opportunity to, to try out this as an, as a, as an occupation, as a, as a sideline, as a as a, uh, I'll call it a hobby, you know, something to do outside of your, your normal, mm -hmm. normal day and um, let you try it and, you know, stick your toes in the water and, and uh, see if it's for you. It, like you said, it's not for everyone, but uh, I really think that the satisfaction that, that uh, you get from, from helping others in, in this uh, capacity is uh, worth a million bucks. So um, I just, I want to make sure that everyone knows that they can try it, and if it doesn't work for them, that's fine. Uh, we we are a department that can give that opportunity to, to test it right. out. That's so. great. And you do accept donations to the department, am yes, I correct? Yes, we do. We do. That's, that's a way that anyone in the community mm -hmm. can be involved. So, well, Russ... Again, thank you for saying yes, as always. Oh yes, thank. Uh, no, I'm sure I'll be asking. And for I, I want to make this. Again. I want to make this clear, Russ. You know, you, you mentioned Dick Taves, and mm -hmm. Dick is a lot like Susan. It's okay. someone you really can't say no to. Oh, I know. So, <laughs> Believe me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No is not an option. Right. <laughs> right. I wanted to make sure we got that. Yes. We we had that covered. <laughs> so. Transitioning on. <laughs> Well, Director of Golf, Zach Fry is here. Hi, Zach. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. Zach's been sitting here patiently. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on, including memberships, because yeah. it is January. It's time to renew. It's or time. if you don't have a membership, guys, this is a really great deal to get out there and become a member at the Heston Golf Course. And, and I mean, you not only do, I think people don't understand that it's not just a year you can do it by the month. Oh, yeah. There's, so, yeah, several different options. So, uh, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to Mike Holteen and Brian Welsh, his assistant. I mean, I've played the course. I grew up around here, but didn't grow up in Heston. But mm -hmm. me and my buddies played the course thousands of times. Scott Welsh, old pro, just yep. hated us so much because we we're always <laughs> there. Um, still to this day, I still talk to him about that. So, um, but no, it's out of all the years I've played it. Last year might have been oh, it's the phenomenal. best conditions it's I've ever phenomenal. seen. So, uh, just leading up to kind of what all. We're going through with the golf course, renovation, update on golf carts, all that, to have a, an actual product that's easy to sell by mm -hmm. itself, but then writing stuff onto it, it's it's just a great time to, to be at the golf course. So um, memberships, yeah, you can, right now there's, I think there's, 
with cart without cart about ten options. Yeah, um, that you can do. You can do five oh days. Seven That's days. awesome. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I actually upgraded. I can say I upgraded <laughs> this year to the the all time the seven day single with a cart rather than the twilight. And, and we'll talk a little bit about these options. I mean, you yeah. got seven day single. You got five day singles. So, you know, tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about these. Yeah. So I, I mean, really, the main goal of of segmenting every every option with cart without cart is to give you. You know, you look at your budget, and especially beginning of the year, you just went through the holidays. Right. You might have a dollar in your wallet. But, you know, one thing that that Colin and I try and do a a good job of is when you're looking at the options and you're really weighing out, you know, what fits fits my budget first, but then also how much do I play? When do I play during the week? Do I want a card? Do I like to walk? We want those options there so that when you walk in, it's not a, Okay, I have to come up with fifteen or eighteen hundred dollars, and hopefully, I play enough rounds to make sense. So, one thing that we like to do is, you know, we offer the um, half year, monthly, full year. But when we when we talk to a customer about what their budget is, what they're looking for, we break it out in what that would be on the average round. So we call it ADR, so average daily rate. So take, you know, our whatever they would be paying generally in a rack rate. Mm-hmm divide that by however many rounds they think or assume they're going to be able to play. And we can easily point to a membership and go, hey, this fits everything you want. You're going to make up your money in X amount of rounds. Right. And then that puts them at ease mm-hmm. right away, just saying, okay, so I don't have to play, you know, a thousand rounds this year right. to actually make it work. <laughs> right. So, and that helps, you know, the husbands go back to their wives and go, hey, it's only, <laughs> only 60 rounds out of right. 365 yeah, exa- days. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, don't worry about it. But, no, it's it's been great. And I already, we're off to a heart. A hot start. We, uh, I think we already have about 50 or 60 monthly members signed up. And then, um, let's see here. Last year, I think we finished around 200 members total, which was a jump uh, from the year before. But yearly members, I think we already have five or six new ones mm-hmm. that weren't members before. Oh, wow, so cool. we're, we're on pace to, to probably get 230, 250, which would be amazing. Oh, I think so. Especially I mean, for a small. Oh, small I think so. I mean, like you said, the facility. The other day, I was out there playing. I think it was I don't know a week or so, or two weeks ago, playing, and people who had never played before were there, and I heard them talking about that. Going, this is great. This is a deal. We got to come back. I don't know where they were from. I'm like, hmm. yeah, come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got a great facility. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, and with everything else going on, I mean, it it's an easy sell with a beautiful golf course, mm-hmm. but also you add a new golf cart fleet that. Yes, never the, had oh GPS my units. goodness, that's so cool. Oh, it's, the other day I walked out and, and uh, one of our senior league guys said, hey, do you think the, the GPS was worth it? You know, it's a lot of money. And I literally take two steps out the door and the guy's blaring the radio yeah. on the GPS. I'm like, let me see. Yeah, I mean, I can hook my phone up via Bluetooth and play a little bit of music in, just from the cart to get me around. Or, or the new thing, adding the perception the greens that have the depth yeah. and the break on where the green yeah. goes is really cool too yeah. so and, and that's that's a good point because a lot of people think to be a member at a golf course you have to be an avid golfer mm-hmm. or a good golfer anything we can do to help that i mean especially offering lessons offering group clinics um, but also yeah. having that you know gps capability to help you understand mm-hmm. where you're how many yards you are from the green where the pin's at all that just just adds to that. Oh, and the carts the carts will tell you where not to go too, and that's kind of oh, yeah. nice too. <laughs> they yeah. they will. Of course, if you're me and you're over there, you probably shouldn't have been over there in the first place because <laughs> you hit a bad shot. But that's another here so and there. But but the GPS doesn't criticize your behavior. We can send private messages. <laughs> they, they really can. Yeah. They really can. They really Rusty, can. what are what you doing? Why are you over there? Stop. Oh, yeah, exactly. No. Yeah. So. 
But um, maybe speak a little bit about lessons. Are there lessons packages coming up too? So we normally, during the off season, we run like a three package deal, mm -hmm. three lessons for $100. Um, okay. Normally those lessons, about 45 minutes a piece. But with those, we really assess what, what the student needs because um, everyone's golf game is different. Right. Um, and honestly, the person who's just picking up a club doesn't have any bad habits yet. So those right. are the best ones to do this Absolutely. package with. There you go. I'm trying to talk it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make an easy sell yeah. here. Yeah. I mean, I, it's I, right I, across I the road. Saying. It's I, right across I, the back I door. I could crawl there. Yes. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's it's great. And then we, after we assess, we kind of come up with a game plan of, right. you know, how do you want to utilize those those three lessons? And if you want to keep going, you can. But we, we decided we'll just do that all year long. We don't have to do a holiday special for it because we we did have a lot of people utilize that mm -hmm. special and nice. especially with the indoor facility that we have where if it's cold outside doesn't mean we have to cancel a lesson we just go in flip the heat on and you know still which do is what nice we which do is there. really so, nice i've been in there before that's yeah. really nice and I'll, I'll talk more about how we're going to use that more but uh yeah it's yeah a anyone that has an inquiry um or would like to even just sharpen up their game even if they've been playing for a while and just need to check up especially not being able to play over the winter months. There we go, Rusty. Me, yeah, we'll, um, we'll talk. We'll talk more. Yeah, yeah. just call myself or call <laughs> and we'll we each take care of it. Yeah. Um, also, you have some business advertising opportunities too. Yeah. So on the um, specifically on the scorecard and the GPS, we used to do ball washers, but I think we're in the process of possibly getting new hole signs, uh -huh. stuff like that, to make it make it look a little more clean. But the scorecards, um, we do have two areas on the scorecard: one where the actual scoring area is. And then on the back side where it shows the course map. Um, but we offer, oh, you know, little um, images there. But then also the big and obviously the new thing is the GPS. So all we need uh, for you to be a sponsor is literally send us a JPEG or a high-resolution image of your logo. We can always change it. Um, if you want to update a photo of an employee, you want to say you have a certain promotion going on, send that to me. And you can pick what spot on the course you want it to pop up. So, oh wow, T, it's unlimited. You, you can draw. I could draw eighteen little circles on hole eighteen, and you could get a spot in that. So, oh wow, um, it's unbelievable. <laughs> That's really so, cool. That's it's, really slick. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, it is. yeah, but the the reason we do that, I mean, obviously, is is to promote local businesses, mm -hmm. but also, you know, it, it keeps that kind of community centered. Oh yeah, outlook on. You know, this, it's a new feature, but also you start seeing the familiar face and you're like, okay, this is, you know, I, yeah. I can easily do this and I can afford to, to know how much you're getting out of it because it's 100% retention. You actually have to physically press a button to get that image off the screen so you can go back to the golf course map and stuff. So That's yeah. very cool. It is. Yeah. It really yeah. is. It yeah. is. And we've sold quite a few of them already, so that's a good sign, but yeah. it's Excellent. pretty cool. Yeah. It is. Um, some renovations. Yeah. Ongoing, but it's been awesome. Hey, the club—I tell the clubhouse looks great. I've been out there. The new paint, new carpet—it's brightened mm -hmm. up. It looks great. Yeah. So thanks. Um, yeah, the new carpet—we installed new carpet. Um, I think that other carpet's been there for a long time. Years. Yep, a long okay. time. Huh? Um, and then walls were were nice color greens. So. Deep. Yeah. The the, yeah. the the green. Yeah. That was but, a that was a trend. <laughs> Tell you what, shout out to uh, Susan Swartzendruber. She um, she really helped me out. I I have trouble seeing shades of color. Okay. And she, you know, she was in the the initial conversation being on the council that we wanted to do some renovations, and I immediately she came over and I said, 
can you just tell me what's going to look good? Because, yeah. you know, you can show me sample after sample. I'm not going to. She know has what's a going gift. On. It's, <laughs> it's great. And I mean, you guys can come see it anytime, but it's, it's awesome. It looks so It much really does look good. Yeah. Looks modern. And then um, right now we're working on the restrooms. We have carpet and vinyl flooring down, new partitions, new amenities, um, cabinets are being installed, just waiting on countertops and sinks. But past that, restroom should be done end of this week, into next week. And then the next project is starting on an outdoor space. Yes, um, so which we, is going to be really neat. It's going to be fun. So hopefully we can get started on that here soon so that people can enjoy it in the summer and mm-hmm. the nice months. But, yeah, that'll be a new addition, just an outdoor seated area, um, nice high-top tables, TVs. Uh, just a relaxing area outside that you can enjoy and it's in a perfect location you can see both one and ten tees see the driving range just what you want a gallery when you're teeing off just yeah Yeah. (laughs) that motivates people to take lessons (laughs) to get better absolutely absolutely no no that's that is absolutely great um zach what about some of the events coming up i know you've got a bunch yeah so we um this year, we'll have uh, quite a few more corporate events that we booked um, with the help of Colin reaching out. That's kind of his duty through the off season is kind of contact people that may or may not have a golf tournament already at other places or mm-hmm. are interested in just fundraising. Um, we get a lot of requests of, you know, can you donate four rounds of golf for this cause or whatever. Right. Easy replies, well, absolutely, but have you ever hosted a golf tournament? And, and just show them the, the statistics of how much money you can raise really isn't costing you that much, you know, to pay for advance yeah. for your food, but the money you can make is just astounding in just a, you know, one day event rather than try and do like a, you know, six month campaign or something like that. So And you're hosting tournaments that may have options to go elsewhere. They're coming here and they're yeah. out of county tournaments, a lot yeah. of places out of county tournaments coming here. Yeah. So there's some that currently before had tournaments for years at certain places and are now coming over. So yeah. kudos to yeah. the city and everything they're doing because it's it's paying off pretty good. So Yeah. Yeah, but um, uh, tournaments coming up. So we, over the winter months, um, or, or over this past month, Colin and I went through our entire schedule, booked every single <coughs> rebooked or booked new events on the calendar, all of our internal events, all of our, um, just any kind of promotion we're doing is all on our online calendar. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in playing or participating, go to our website, hestongolf.com, and then um, check on the events calendar, and it's all updated. And then uh, luckily it's tied into where, if I update something on my phone or add a new event, it'll update it automatically on the right. website. So. Very and here's smart. here's a little here's a little let's make a quick little back to the if you buy a membership, you get reduced rates in these events. Yes, you ah. do. Absolutely. Almost half off. Yeah, without a doubt. So, yeah. Yeah. It's well worth it. And that you can definitely tell. I mean, our, our events go from thirty to eighty real quick when you you know, tell members uh-huh. that they can do that. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we do cash back prizes, so that's yeah. another big big draw for our events Great. as well. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, what are well, what you got coming up? So next event, it's kind of our, well, pun, kickoff, but because of football, kickoff again. Right. So kickoff golf day, uh, February 11th. Um, it's it's not a tournament. It's just a day of golf, but it's going to be a football theme. Obviously, the day, the next day is the Super Bowl, okay. I believe. So, um, yeah, we can't technically copyright. We can't call it right. that, but we'll call it kickoff day. Um, but you come out and play. We're just charging one flat rate of 30 bucks per person, 18 holes, GPS, cart, um, range balls with that. Um, and you just go play. But the very, very unique thing about it is we'll have a special football-related contest right outside the clubhouse that we will film. So it'll be a great right. social media little push there. But uh 
it does involve some PVC in the football, and uh, we'll see your uh, your skills out there. Okay, but I'm, it'll be I'm intrigued. Fun. But we, based on how far you are away from that, you might possibly win a free round of golf. You might win a new car. <laughs> <laughs> So if you don't plan that, can like Susan walk over and take part in the, uh, oh, absolutely. Oh, good. Okay. You can walk oh, yeah. over and take part could, in the, in the, the football event. So yeah, I'm just putting you yeah. out there. Yeah. I, I think that, um, it is very, I, sometimes it's an underutilized resource and that mm-hmm. is something that I want to just say you're doing a great job of oh, putting it out there and Thanks. getting it in front of people because you know it's like when it's right here in front of you i think that'd be true the arboretum the library different things and we just want to make sure that's part of the reasoning behind well, our podcast without, oh yeah it's just a reminder look around your town we've, we've got and you stuff do not need on. to leave to go to mm-hmm. other events yeah we've got stuff going yeah. on where it happened in place um zach i'm looking at this Trivia nights and night yeah. on the range um, and learning yeah. center family movies. Maybe maybe we, yeah. we need to talk a little bit well, about this. You too. just talked about it. about a just quality of life, providing something right. that is already there but making it better and making it more utilized from people who don't participate in that certain event. So or that sport. So for golf, we have so many amenities around the place that we just we use, but we don't use it for anything but golf or butt mm-hmm. lessons, whatever. So you know, Colin and I's kind of goal this year is to really implement some new fun interactive ways for families to be able to come enjoy the golf course and not touch a golf ball or a golf club yeah so, i love that idea um, a couple things is we talked about trivia night mm-hmm. um I've done this before at other places but you know inviting families over come with a team you and basically you rent a table so you come in you bring as many people as you want up to eight and we do trivia um, and we'll have themes every night that we do it Ooh. we'll probably do it once or every other week on like a friday <laughs> night but we'll uh, we'll allow people on social media to vote on what they want for the trivia for the next week um but it'll be a lot of fun we'll do food specials stuff like Perfect. that i, I well, like obviously this idea one of the trivia nights should be focused entirely on what was the content on the podcast <laughs> So that, that only people that have been listening, oh, and then Rusty and I will each put together a team, oh. and one or... No. Okay. Sorry. It gets pretty entertaining. I, and ones that I've been a part of, it is hilarious hearing people just jar back and forth mm-hmm. from tables. Yeah. Wow, that would be oh, worthwhile. That would be a lot of worthwhile. Yeah. yeah, that's very cool. But, yeah. And then um, driving range. So driving range is one thing that we have that I, I wish more people would utilize because, you, you know, you get to a golf course, you don't play that much. Golf can be intimidating, especially when you see how big a golf course is and see everyone, you know, waiting on you to tee off. It, it's a little frustrating sometimes. So the driving range, you go out, you can pay six bucks to hit as many golf balls as you want. But um, the way we want to utilize it is by doing events where it's not so much pressure on you, but it, it allows you to come enjoy a fun, relaxed atmosphere um, with music, like we talked about doing live music, having a beverage cart out there, um, but actually lighting up the driving range. Uh, maybe about 150 yards mm-hmm. out that you can see, but doing like a little closest to the pin contest where the winner might win a half year membership or, you know, mm-hmm. something really fun that we can play music, people can come out. And then also, you know, to the side, we'll have cornhole tournaments mm-hmm. going on, you know, any kind of other activities that we could do. We talked about a mini uh, miniature golf putt-putt course on the putting green for oh, kids very during fun. that. So, yeah. Just a lot of cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, really cool. Really happened in place out there. And, and, we're trying. and we're, Yeah, I, I love it. I love seeing that happen to the golf course. I mean, 
it's a hidden gem. It has always been a hidden gem. I think it's even more after you and the staff and Mike and Brian, what it's done out there. I mean, people need to get out and play a little golf and, oh, yeah. and learn to play golf. If, give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. Even if you just want to come see the golf course, have us drive you around, we're more mm-hmm. than happy to do that. Yeah. We want you to see how good good the place yeah. is. Yeah, no, it's it's in phenomenal shape. I mean, I think people don't understand, and this is kind of a, a neat little thing, that right now in the winter season you have two cups on each yeah. green. And the idea behind the cup is so that you don't have as much traffic to the hole. Correct. And people are supposed to, and I don't think people realize that, and they're like, why are there two holes? Let's, so, so there's different, there's not as much traffic. Yeah, correct. Yeah, more or less just making sure that one spot doesn't get beat up too much, right. especially when the grass is a little more vulnerable mm-hmm. and stuff like that in the winter months. But yeah. Great yeah. place. It's it's great. I mean, it's right across the street in your, to your backyard, Susan. I bet sometime there's going to be a million-dollar hole-in-one over there. Am I right? Do you see that on the horizon? So that – actually, there's one corporate event we have that does do that, um, that they uh, – you hit from 150 yards out, mm-hmm. they pick one person for okay. something like that. But, yeah. I mean, Do you ever see open. one where people could just come – you know, anybody come, they don't have to be a part of a tournament, and they just pay to participate, and then it, you think it's the be? It's the golf lottery. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, kind of like the night on the golf idea is yeah. just having something like that, where yeah. it's, a, it's a draw for everyone to, to want to come out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just one specific mm-hmm. contest would be great. Absolutely. Wow. Wow, Zach. Well, thank you so much for coming by again. You're our second repeat visitor i'm enjoying this i was expecting like the back in black song when i came in well no it's a jacket i don't Uh, think rusty has told people that but yeah you'll get a a really cool plaid (laughs) buffalo plaid black and red (laughs) jacket that was after you're on the podcast 32 times (laughs) (laughs) guys thank you so much for being a part today you get applause applause you guys are slaying (laughs) i'm about to say russ slayed Uh, We'll take a quick look at sports. Jackie's going to stop in then, too. Swather Hoops in action tonight up against the Greenbacks of Pratt. It's the coolest matchup of nicknames there is, the Greenbacks and the Swathers. Uh, JV at 4.30, Varsity Girls at 6, Boys at 7.30, and there is a Sloppy Joe meal tonight. I did see that, so come out and support. Karen Regeer will be coming through next week to talk about the blood drive for the Red Cross, which is coming up on the 23rd, I do believe. And I know there is a big need. I I think that's very important that we pay attention to that. Yeah. Because that's so. important stuff. Yeah, and then Jackie has some stuff to talk about too, I think, don't you? I do. I've okay. got a lot. All right. Well, stop and grab the mic. Sure. Yeah, take, yeah sure. Hop on. Hop I on. Am loud enough that. Uh, this is true. This is very true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, actually, where I'm at, um, not just library stuff, I actually am. Uh, so, this is library adjacent, let me just say that much. Women's Civic Club. Yes. Yes. So, Women's Civic Club is back in action. Um, the organization came to a halt in 2020 thanks to COVID and other outlying factors. However, uh, it is back in action, and the first meeting is January 17th. Uh, here at the library, there's some history there, um, but Women's Civic Club is, is coming back with a vengeance. On January 17th, we're going to have trivia. We're going to have bingo. We're going to have all kinds of ways for, for women to get together, get to know each other, revitalize the club. Um, our motto is women supporting women, um, and it's, it's a really exciting thing um, for ladies who are unchurched, ladies who are looking for ways to serve the community, ladies who are looking to rebuild their social circles after COVID. I know that, 
it's a struggle. I mean, making friends as an adult is hard. And so the, the Women's Civic Club is coming back as a way to give women an outlet in the community um, for socialization, for supporting the community, for you know, really finding a way to dig into Heston and all the amazing things that are happening here. Um, so yeah, we're going to kick it off on January 17th. We have Janelle Hahn as our president. Um, she's kind of under the weather today, so couldn't mm -hmm. be here with us. Um, Marceline Yutzi is our treasurer. We have Mandy Claire Hout as our vice president. And someone gave me the keys and called me secretary. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> so it's, it's a really amazing opportunity. It's 7 o'clock, January 17th, um, here at Heston Public Library. The Women's Club started the library, so it seems appropriate that the library has a hand in helping get the club well, back on its feet. Why not? So it's, it's a really exciting opportunity. The bylaws are all set. And dues are only $25 this year. We're prorating everything. Okay. Um, we're going to have pour painting. We're going to have, you know, social hour. We're going to have, you know, we're going to talk to the women of steel and bring them in because, again, women supporting women. Um, we're going to chat with the rec about stuffing the Emma Creek race packets again. That was something Women's Civic Club did. That's coming yeah. up. That's, that's the big one. Yeah. That's the big, that's the big event. And, and so all of these amazing things that these ladies in the community did, it is open to anyone and everyone. We say Women's Civic Club. Rusty, if you want to join, that's totally okay. great. We'd okay. love to have you. Russ, um, anybody and everybody, it is open to uh, people outside the community as well. We had a, a woman who lives in Newton who'd expressed some interest, which is very cool. Uh, but really, this is a civic organization that provides support. Uh, one of the fun things, we kept the courtesy committee, um, which sounds like such a, a simple thing. But, I mean, think about how much it would mean to someone to have a courtesy committee. Like, hey, we know that Jane Doe is sick. Um, so the, the civic club would be the casserole brigade. Mm -hmm. You know, the... You know, oh, Betsy just had a baby. And having someone show up with, oh, we're going to send a rose and we're going to send, you know, a couple of packs of diapers and a baby blanket. Oh, did you hear Phil passed away sending a rose and sending those cards? Mm -hmm. and Very and, neat. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a courtesy committee, a way to really reinforce the the social and emotional support aspects that are really hard to find in a digital society in a bowling alone society um but yeah we're we're really trying to bring that back and after covid uh i think people are looking for a way yeah. to get out of the house and to engage with the with each other and with their communities in a way that is not on zoom yeah, um yeah. so i yeah. had the opportunity to to speak to the women's uh, uh club before and and what an amazing group it, it was really a, a a neat opportunity to to meet those women and and uh, see what all they were doing it, great I'm, I'm ecstatic that it's coming back for it's, sure it's going to be really fun and again all ages all genders all identifying genders we don't care we just want right. people who are who want to support each other in their community and there are no boundaries between age or church or all these other ways that we can end up siloed in our communities mm -hmm. we really want to break those down. And having it at the library, I'm really excited. Uh, the hub of the community. The hub of the community. <laughs> and it seems very fitting since Women's Civic Club was the reason the library even became, I mean, the Women's Civic Club ran the library into the 60s. Yeah. Wow. It's phenomenal. And so having the opportunity to have the library be the, the, 
the rebirthing place of the Civic Club is just a really exciting prospect. Um, but women's civic club at gmail.com is a way that you can okay. contact us. Um, you can call the library and say, hey, you know, let me talk to Jackie. That's fine. Um, but yeah, 327 4666. But Heston Women's Civic Club at gmail.com. We've got a Facebook page that's up and going. Okay. You can get us there, you can message us there. Um, we're really looking for ways to engage on January 17th. It's going to be bingo. It's going to be food. It's going to be a really fun time. Cool. Very cool. Uh, and trivia. Yep. I'm in charge we'll of the trivia. For range. It's oh. good. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. It sounds yeah. like trivia night's sort of taking a whole new meaning on two different levels. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, and then from a library standpoint, what do we have going on? I've got my newsletter out here. Um, Fun fact, we added 1,500 things to the collection in 2022. It's a lot. Um, but the, the one thing that I really wanted to speak on is tonight we've got our book club. Um, I'm really excited about that. We're reading The Noticer um, this evening. So that'll be, it's an interesting book. Um, it, yeah, it's an interesting read. Uh, mostly we have our stuffy sleepover on January 27th. Oh, yeah, I got to get, get my snake ready you, for you that. You need to yeah. get your snake ready for yeah, that. Uh, my snake be ready but our, our stuffy yeah. sleepover for our itty bits. And then um, on the 16th, make sure I've got my date right here. We're having Miss Emily Miller come back for a book folding class. Yes, you and mentioned that last those week. Those are always really popular, and those are always a really good time. Um, so we've got that, and you can register for that. There's still room uh, to register. So, yeah, and it's right. on the 19th at 7 p.m. in our community room. So January 19th, 7 p.m. There's so much happening yeah. here at the it's library. Crazy. There's so much happening all over. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, Heston's a happening joint, man. It is. As we've always. We've got the 10th. We've got the book club this evening, and then we have Women's Civic Club on the 17th, and then we have book folding on the 19th, and then we have the stuffy sleepover on the 27th. I mean, I could just keep you're going. Not, you're not just setting back. No, no we are We are nose. not resting. No, you jumped into 2023 with both feet. I yes. Like it. Awesome. <laughs> We're grateful for that, too. It yes. means a lot to have that here. So. And, yeah, we've got to give a shout-out on applause. Yeah. yeah. It's been a good day. It's been a really good day. This was a fun. I think, I think we slayed it. I think so too. Oh. I'm not capping. You're not capping. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am not capping. 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 You, you, you read I the use G. The, I use the G. Yeah. You, okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know. <laughs> I it's don't like know. my age. I have a I G, I have I'm a not, G card. I'm not. <laughs> I'm taking you to the. Yeah. I'm not know. even. Well, I'm not anyway, even. Anyway, it, it. and and I. I think I was wrong about that. 95, 90, it was 85 that they were saying. I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't teach in Augusta in 95. I lived here in 95. It was the kids of Augusta, Kansas. So again, Gene Kimball, if you happen to be listening, I'm so sorry, but you just added 10 years to your life, buddy. All right. Okay. Well. What's going to happen is that 100 years from now, when someone is doing a history project, some high school kid is going to stumble upon this in like the they're gonna be like listen to this 1920s nonsense right like, right we this, listen to 1920s right. radio they're gonna right. find this and be like yeah. what are these people yeah. this was heston yeah. in the 20s that's yeah. right. welcome and this is my shout out to a century from now it nothing has changed <laughs> and they'll bring a flower to each yeah. of our final resting yes. places <laughs> with gratitude yes okay yes. let's keep let's all end right. on that all note. right i think so we had a good one we will be next week we'll be here again we'll be back next again week. if you guys want to follow us on facebook we have a facebook page 
email us, HestonPodcast at gmail.com. This has been the Weekly Walk Through H-Town, coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan, Lam- For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher, and saying we will talk to you next week.